Brand new banger. Alright, so thank you for joining me directly right here on Masterclass Radio. Look at that, the 17th day in the month of April 2021. And they say time flies and time flies. Joining me today on the spotlight is a music recording artist joining me from London in the UK. Look at that, how far is that? Hi, Grim, what's up? How you all doing today? Welcome right here to the spotlight. And you know, he's the only place where you hear directly from the hottest. Right here, joining me, Silla Ray, all the way from London. How you doing today, miss? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Look at that. How is London today, please? Oh, do you know what? For once today, it's actually uh, sunny. Yeah? <laughs> it's always cold here, but today is actually a, a nice um, summer, kind of springish day. So. I like that Enjoy springish. It. Springish. Time to get an umbrella. Somebody grab an <laughs> umbrella, please. Right. <laughs> All right. It's so, cold, so yeah. It is. I'm glad we're moving away from the cold and things mm. are getting back a little bit where you don't need a winter jacket just the way you are right now. All you need is a tank top and that's right. it. <laughs> <laughs> right here, Silla Ray. One thing I like to ask a lot is a little bit of a introduction. Please tell us a little okay. bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Silla Ray. Yeah. I'm an R&B singer-songwriter from London, North specifically. Yeah. Um, I've been doing music for about um, seven years professionally, yeah. i.e. putting out uh, music, self-releasing. Um, but I started, uh, you know, when I was really young, like 14. Um, and yeah, so I've literally recently just had a new single out called Motives, and it's been doing really well for the yeah. first time I've kind of had financial backing. Yeah. Um, so I've been promoting that and campaigning and, you know, just putting putting myself out there, trying to do as much as I can to, you know, push my music out. So, yeah. Speaking about taking the music out, your brand new single right here, which we were listening to earlier, Motives. I yeah. see that. Like, when I heard that, I'm like, hmm, that's a, that's a, that doesn't sound like underground to me. Tell me a really? little bit about that track. <laughs> yeah, so when I I actually um, wrote and uh, recorded that song about four years ago now. Yeah. So obviously, in between time, I had other life commitments, you know, um, having my son and stuff like that. So I had to take a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, and before I had him, I had literally gone into the studio and we did a whole bunch of music um, with a producer called Joey Dyer, who's like one of my favorite producers because he just makes like amazing R&B. Yeah. And yeah, so we literally just, um, he sent it over to me and I wrote on that track. I knew exactly, as soon as I heard it, I knew the vibe because it was like that early 2000s, <clears throat> late 90s era you know, that the Elia Destiny's Child, like all my influences, like bundled in one, in mm. one song. Mm -hmm. And I knew exactly how I was going to write it and how I was going to flow and the melody and everything. So it really took me like, I think I wrote it in one night. <laughs> and I literally went into the studio the next day and I just put it, laid it down. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is so, it embodies me just as an artist, just everything. Yeah. You know, I like that you walked me through a little bit of a timeline going back to Missy earlier and a whole lot of other artists like right there. That sounds right. like you've been in the music industry for quite a while right now. Yes. Could you walk me yeah. through your timeline? How did you start? When did you start? And what really got you start making music? Oh, so um, before I did it professionally, I yeah. guess I started singing around nine. 
um, that was when I just kind of grew a love for music because, you know, it always used to be in the house. Yeah. Um, my mum always used to put on, you know, music channels like MTV and stuff in the background and we would just sit every day and just watch. I just literally just watch it all day, every day. Um, and then kind of going into school, just having a love for it there because we had so much facilities available for us to be able to do music and yeah. just sing and dance and act and so many different things so it just kind of, I was cultivated through that system of just being in school and I did a lot of talent shows moving forwards going into you know from being 13 to 14 did so many talent shows auditions you name it my mum went across the whole of London with me to different things um <laughs> and then I guess like back then we were all using MySpace if you remember MySpace yeah. um <laughs> that's when it all kind of started for me because my brother's actually a producer as well and a lot of his friends that's kind of how I got into it professionally because he was a producer and a lot of his friends as well um were in the industry and in fact one of my uh, my managers now um they were like basically like family friends amongst the people who were in the industry and friends with my brother and I used to just take his music like without saying anything and I'll just write to it and record in my little busted laptop and then I'll literally just put the songs up draft rough on MySpace and yeah. I, I just had a large audience on me just everyone was just kind of just flocking to my page and one day I got discovered by a really major producer called Da Vinci um, did a lot of grime um, records out here for a lot of artists, a lot of artists who are doing really well right now, he's produced for. And yeah, he brought me to the studio, it was just like teaching me, mentoring me, him and his manager, teaching me how to sing, songwrite, um, record vocals, everything. And then from there, the do you know, the doors just start opening because you just start meeting different people in the industry, yeah. um, whether that's a producer or a writer, and loads of writers would invite me to sessions, loads of producers would invite me to sessions, and yeah. then I kind of get a manager through that form um then move on from that situation and just yeah kind of keep moving forward it's it's been a long hard journey <laughs> what an incredible journey that is that reminds me you yeah. mentioned about myspace and all that i'm like oh look at that someone yeah. is like someone out there may be like what is myspace you know right. it used to be the official <laughs> channel for a lot of right. artists you know i remember yeah. trying to sign up for myspace when i was in high school and mm -hmm. basically you had to like have a lot of but that is what evolution in music is about right we're moving from a yes. more more a little bit more simpler should i say that like more easy access to music you don't need to like have a lot of things to just put your music out there today mm -hmm. thanks for bringing out my space right here now speaking <laughs> of space <laughs> i wish we could go to my space for real now Bye. evolution of music today has actually brought a lot of persons that are like should I say, a lot of artists, a lot of music in the music industry today that we will consider to be alike. You know, there's a lot of similarities out there. There's a lot of songs that sounds like, was that Beyonce? No. Mm, yeah. Was that was that Break and Lace? Who was that? You know, there's a lot of similarities in today's music today. Way back, if we should go back a little bit, it sounds like you are copying someone. And I'm not talking about you. It sounds like mm. someone is copying each other. Everyone sounding alike. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is it in today's music you observe that's really changed? Um, you know, as far as sounding alike, I yeah. think a lot of people these days, um, it's it's really hard to be completely innovative. Yeah. On one hand, because 
you know, I feel like everything's kind of been done. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of have to be really out the box to do something different and fresh. But I do feel like a lot of artists do take a lot of inspiration yeah. from previous um, artists, um, which I don't know. It, it's, it's a good and a bad thing. I guess the bad thing in that is that, you know, it starts to sound like a mimic. Yeah. And it starts to sound as though, you know, you're duplicating instead of just being your original self. Hmm. And then on the other hand, it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe she's just, or they are just taking inspiration um, in some shape or form. I know for me, like, even though I love the Aaliyahs and the Destiny's Childs and all, all of those types of um, artists, I, I just take inspiration. But at the end of the day, I am still myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to just, you know... Um, just keep you know there's a thin line between just taking too much inspiration and then kind of forgetting yourself you know at the end of the day i'm still i'm a london girl doing r&b music i'm a black girl yeah. you know i got an accent <laughs> <laughs> a london british accent and um you know i put a lot of my own sauce my own, a lot of my own flavor into my music but mm. i think yeah, there, there are a lot of music that sounds alike and you just do yourself a, um, a disservice because, you know, there's so much people doing music now. Yeah. There's so much people out here. This, the industry is completely saturated with so Sounding much music alike. artists. Yeah. Yeah, right. So you want to be able to not sound like somebody mm. else in order to just, you know, be seen and be heard because otherwise then people kind of look at you and think, oh, we've heard that before. Yeah. Oh, it's, just, it's just another, you know, whatever. So, so speaking about bringing identity and branding because that's where I'm getting to you know everyone needs to identify and have an identifier right what is one thing that is a signifier for we to identify that this is Sailor Ray that is her what makes your music unique and stand out oh I think it's my productions um when you listen to you know um I feel like in my music when you listen to the production it a lot of the, the, the types of sounds that are in my productions, you don't really hear too much these days. Yeah. And um, you know, the other day, I heard somebody said to me, oh, um, the, the beat and the production sounds like that Timberland type of feel. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but we don't really have a lot of that now, today. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, it's like, I, have a, I feel like I have a certain way of... Um, singing like the tone of my voice and you know that that kind of soft sultry mm. voice and tone on top of like a um kind of like a gritty beat a beat that you wouldn't necessarily expect singing on if that makes sense like mm. I, I just feel like there's things that i do that probably um you could tell that's a silly record because she's got that soft toned cute voice <laughs> and it's on this 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 gritty little beat you know yeah. like <laughs> yeah so i'd say that i guess all right, so speaking about your vocals, your voice, let's listen to your track right here. Motives, stay right there, and we'll be right back. Come in, uptight, face up when you run around, you be getting love. You don't realize it Oh, I see what I want I see ya, I like I'm hoping the one But I still get uptight Oh, I see who you are But I still take a risk To see just how you are Then we can make a plan Right there, 
so that was silver right, right there with motives oh yeah i was actually looking at resolutions versus motives you know there is a way to actually use these two words interchangeably like motives and resolutions then i rediscovered that it is two different things you know we all might have like motives with good intentions or bad intentions uh-huh. you know a little bit of a messaging right there but what i'm looking at your vocals i'm like what makes her music so different sometimes that reminds me the likes of sierra no disrespect to sierra but that reminds me of sierra reminds me of a lot of other hotties and i see evolution like an, a replacement you know when we look at so many people and we start looking at what is their motive though who is one hottest you had in mind that you feel like hmm yeah, I don't want to use copying, or I don't want to use styling, but I want to use who is one hardest that you had mad so much that you feel like I want to do it this way. I'm better. Uh, hmm. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a hard one to to answer. Um, I would say. There, there's more. There's more than one artist. Yeah. There's more, <laughs> more than one. Look more at that. One, bring yeah. it out. Let's bring it out. Let's bring it out. Aaliyah. Yeah. Definitely, like she's she's number one. Okay. Um, Brandy. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, and oh, be Janae Aiko. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We got there. Yeah. You know, they say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. So he's just, he's, he, yeah. People say that a lot when I was growing up, like grandparents, show me your friends and I'll tell you like, Play your music yeah. and I will tell, I can tell who you listen to a lot. That is if, I, if I'm reading minds or if I'm guessing. But so many holders right there, like so many don't want to admit that they admire someone and they want to really do it like that. But you hear that mm-hmm. in their music as well. And to me, that is motivation. Who would you say are your musical influences? Yeah, so like the people I, I mentioned, Aaliyah, Brandy, there's mm. this child, Beyonce, definitely for her. Yeah. She, I think she's got amazing work ethic. I think a lot of the work ethic that I take, I take from her. Yeah. Um, uh, there's so many. So, so Tony Braxton, who I absolutely still love, Till this day, yeah. um, if you say current artists, I'll say artists like her, yeah. Um, again, Janae, yeah. um, there's so many, so many, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I, you mentioned Sierra, yeah. I know that you said, and I get that all the time. Yeah. Everybody's always just like, Oh, what's Sierra? Oh, hmm. yeah, Sierra. I'm like, I don't, I've never of, that. There's a little bit of a mixture with Sierra and all that in your vocals a lot. And I like that yeah. is that you have the energy. I think you have the voice is consistent throughout. Uh, I don't know what your motives are with your music and your voice, but I think you're off to a like you are off to a path of success with your music. And I hope to hear more oh, music from you. you right there. The next phase of this goes personal. I go personal a little bit. Sometimes yeah. uh, they say, "Oh my God, you are picky." You know, if it wasn't for music, I know a lot of mm-hmm. artists come up with these phrases no disrespect to a lot of artists that have used that you know music mm-hmm. is like an escape route music is a way for me to escape from trouble from the street to get away from bad or whatever thing they are escaping from mm-hmm. 
what is music to you? Music to me is not only just a form of expression, um, whether that's good or bad, yeah. but it's also an influence on my mood. Yeah. Um, in a sense of like, you know, we all go through our days where we go, things go up and down all the time, you know, nothing's ever linear, nothing's ever good all the time, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I could go through a day where I've had like a really stressful day and I could just literally just play something positive and it will affect my mood yeah. and change my mood and, and, and make me feel better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, I just feel like it, it really helps to just kind of sway my mood for the day, yeah. um, regardless of the situation. At the same time, it's a form of expression. I think, you know, when, pe when other people say that, you know, they do love yeah. doing music because it helps them to express. It's the same way as like being able to journal it's the same way as like being able to speak on things that you may not necessarily want to have a conversation about, but yes. you can just put pen to paper and go into the studio and lay it down and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. just you just put it out there and then that's it. Um and I've done that a lot with my music, especially with with the music on the project that's coming up this year. Yeah. It's just it's it was like a way of just expressing for the moment and just okay, put it down, lay it down, let it go. You know, still on the personal issues, you know, mm -hmm. growing up when I was like teenager, I used to believe musicians are on top of the world. I used mm -hmm. to, I'm the type that would copy everything. Growing up, I would print <laughs> lyrics, buy music books and all that. I buy a lot of things growing up because I love musicians a lot. At the same time, I believe musicians have this stereotype of it is a misconception with persons like myself growing up to see musicians like, oh my God, they are living life. Yeah. You know, they make music, they are making money. I think mm -hmm. that is one of the driving factors for a lot of people to start making music because they believe it was mm. easy. What is yeah. one thing apart from music you want your fans to know about you? Um, I think I want my fans to know about me that I don't give up. I think it's more than just... Um, what's outwardly out there i.e like what you get from it and the financial aspect or just the lifestyle it's just far more than that i feel like for me yeah. it, it just i would like to be perceived as somebody who never gave up who kept going who kept the strength and still continued going do you know what i'm saying and yeah. um as much as we like to look at the good at the same time music is really hard and a lot of artists do struggle and a lot of artists do, you know, find it very difficult, especially if you're an independent like myself, where a lot of the, the, the things that you're doing kind of falls on your own back. It's not like I'm here um, with the backing of a major label with big money machine behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a whole struggle mm. in itself. Mm. And mentally and emotionally and even physically it can be very tiring and very draining. And you're going to have so many points where you just feel like you don't want to just keep doing this all the time and not yeah. getting back what you think you're going to get out of it. Mm. And um, there's a lot of roadblocks that you can hit or it's like when you've hit one target, you feel like you need to hit another and you feel like you're not getting there. Yeah. There's a lot to it and it takes a lot of strength to keep moving forward and keep pushing on despite your own life around it, yeah. you know, because I'm still a mother at the end of the day. I've still got other things, commitments. I've still got my own life. So mm. just being just being a strong um, persevering person, yeah. yeah. 
tell me a little bit about your career personal wise like you know i know most artists didn't go to music school most of them mm -hmm. are doctors lawyers and they still make music tell me about your personal profession well you know <laughs> i even though i still did music i still went to school twice like i went to university i um, graduated with a ba in public relations which is yeah. pr yeah um, and then I went back again and I did an MA in music business management, a master's degree. Yeah. So I've got, you know, degrees under my belt. I've worked in PR. Yeah. Um, I've worked in different fields. So that's kind of still kind of kept me afloat, being able yeah. to, to sift in and out of, you know, other things around, around it. it. It doesn't necessarily have to be music. Although for me now I'm at a stage where it's just like, okay, well, if I'm in a working profession and yeah. I'd rather be still somewhat in the music business yeah. um not necessarily singing or songwriting or anything like that but um just being able to run campaigns for artists and stuff like that right. which is something i was doing for a little while I was just doing their pr for them not them obviously people not knowing it was me but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know running running campaigns and pr and stuff like that like i've got a lot of skills that are still really relevant all around and that so. is one of the misconception most persons like myself growing up i believe oh my god they must be making money from records nightclubs and you know at a point it becomes like a negative stereotype because parenting back then dad and mom would not like you to listen to tupac because it's all about gangsterism drugs streets so mm. there is that misconception but when you look at their story that was just mm -hmm. told me those are things you don't hear in music lyrics that is a lot of things you don't hear in the music. No person told yeah. you, but a lot of these artists do a lot of things, especially investing in their music, creating themselves, yeah. solidifying themselves in music by going to school and actually profiting from their careers and moving that into their music as well. To me, that is a very good path to success. The few questions I have right here, I want to thank you for actually speaking up and talking more a little bit right there. If it wasn't for music... What else would you be doing? Uber? Looks like you're in Uber right now. Are you a Uber driver? <laughs> you drive Uber. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, if I, if I, I would be, like I said, I'll do PR. Yeah, okay. I would do relations. I'll do, I would, because I've always said to my manager as well, I would love to, you know, when I have time, because right now was really hard, but I would love to still be able to do music PR for other artists. Yeah. Like, specifically for r&b artists in the uk yeah because for us it's very very it's super super difficult for mm. us it's really really hard um for r&b music to just even prosper over here and a lot of artists do struggle with it and yeah. um i think obviously pr is an aspect to your career it's not the whole thing but it's an aspect that i feel like if we had more specialists like yeah. r&b pr um, companies, it would help a lot of us over here who aren't getting the recognition that we deserve. Yeah. So I would love to work with other R&B artists who want the help, who need the help to get some press for them, to get some PR, to get some radio plays, wherever it is. I think that's definitely what I'd be doing. Something to just help other artists because yeah. I know how difficult it is. Not everybody has this skill, you know. Not everybody went to university and mm. did pub PR or public right. relations. Or, so taking the skills that I have and helping other people, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. Is this your first? I'd be doing that. Motives. Was that your first single? No, Motives is actually like my third. Third single. <laughs> so I, 
Yeah, I had um, Masterpiece was my first first ever single that was out in 2017. Yeah. Um, and yeah, did really, really well with that. That was just before I had my son. Um, I was actually on a radio tour with it. Um, I had Mobile Awards, a really prominent awards mm. show down here, premiere this song. I had a lot of BBC One Extra plays, etc. And then quarantine last year when we got into the pandemic, um, I had out Ain't No One, which yeah. is a slower single. Um, and obviously when I'd put out those records and my old EP in 2016, I think it was, um, <laughs> I we were all just doing it off my own back, own money, like no yeah. help. But after last year, the last single last year, I was fortunate enough to get asked, asked England National Lottery. So they're like a... Um, you know, like a funding body yeah. for music and not just music, but everything entertainment, arts-wise. Um, and they've come on board to help kind of financially back this project that I'm doing now, plus yeah. motives the single. So, yeah. So it looks like you got something locked up and uh, something is coming up in the pipeline that we need to know the next yes. upcoming project. Please tell me about it. Yeah, so um, I have a new single coming out next month. Um, which is actually featuring a US R&B artist, yeah. female artist. Um, I'll, I will reveal her name very soon. <laughs> I will reveal her name very, very soon. Um, she's somebody that has been in the game for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to say something without giving too much away. Oh, okay. Um, and she had a really, really popular single out. And, and yeah, quite a lot of people do know who she is. Um, so she's going to be on the new, my new single coming out next month, which I'm like planning to shoot the video for next week. There's a lot going on. <laughs> and then after that, um, at the end of June, mm. going into July, I'll have my EP out, um, which is definite because yeah. I've finished. I've finished. The, the EP was completed last year. It's completely wrapped, done. There's no mixing or mastering needed. Yeah. It's completely finished. We even have the artwork and everything. So, that yeah, that will be coming out June, July, which I'm, I'm really excited. It's been Whoa. a long time since. Look at that. So, stay tuned to June. Just less yeah. than two months away. And we will be having a brand new album from Sailor Ray. Sailor Ray, right? Yeah. Yes. Sailor Ray. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me directly right here. You've just led a lot of things for your fans out there, specifically thank looking you. out for your new album, Mixtape. Is there a name for the album yet? Yes, it's called Reconnected. Whoa. Well, <laughs> yeah, we are reconnected. I want to thank you for connecting yeah. with me right here. Please, what um, is the one word you want to say to your fans out there today, especially with this pandemic? I know a lot of persons are going through, you know, I don't want to use loneliness as it, but a lot of depression of just not being around their favorite mm. artists, sisters, brothers, and all that. What is one word you want to leave for your fans today? Um, I just want to just tell everybody to just keep the faith. Yeah. Keep the faith, even when it feels like everything feels as though it's, it's turning upside down, even when it feels like there's some long, hard days yeah. and it just feels never-ending. And it just feels like, you know, you're just, we're just all kind of delving into something. We don't know when we're going to get out of things. And, you know, there's multiple people around who are, you know, unfortunately transitioning. I just want to say just keep the faith for better days and mm. keep the faith for for positivity, for um, good health, mm -hmm. for 
good spirit for happiness you know just keep the faith because yeah. honestly it's, it is really really hard at the moment and um everyone's going through it and you're not alone everybody has got something going on even myself like behind the scenes everyone's mm. got something so just know that you're never alone and keep the faith and mm. and, and keep that that you know your faith strong and I, you know, even though I'm out in London yeah. and you are where you are, I yeah. just, I, I'm so happy and I feel so fortunate to connect with everybody outside of the world and where I am. So yeah, yeah. I'm super, super grateful and thank you so much. So there is a stereotype about vaccines and all that. I'm not taking it. I'm taking it. Have you taken the vaccine? No, I haven't yet. What? I haven't yet. There's still something I'm contemplating. Hmm. I, you know, taking, um, any type of vaccines i'm very i'm always a little bit skeptical about so it's just something i have to think through first because if i take it my son's gonna have to take it mm -hmm. so i'm just very kind of like mm, let me think about this one first what's so, up yeah. are you scared um i'm not the biggest you see when it comes down to medicines chemicals all of that like i'm not the biggest I'm, I'm very nature. Let's put it this way. Okay. I'm very, very from the ground root up. I, I, I don't like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You prefer herbs? I'm yes. drinking herbal. Hobo, I'm going to try. I'm going local. <laughs> exactly. That's more me. You know, I'd, I'd rather naturally nurture something that needs to be you know yeah. I, all of that i'm not sure i don't know where it's come from i don't know what's in it you know i don't know <laughs> the side effects you know i don't want it to have any type of effect on my child or me you know my child is still really he's still a baby so yeah. i don't mm. all of that i just want him to, to naturally develop without any interference from any of that so i don't know yet I'm taking mine just to let you know because I'm sick and tired of this whole lockdown. At the same time, like, listen, my wife is like, you go first. I'm like, you're supposed to back me up. You're supposed to be with me. So what if I um, die today? Listen, so be like, go first. By all means, everybody has their own reason why they want to take it. <laughs> yeah. You know, do what you feel is best. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You hear that? <laughs> that was from Silla Ray right there, joining us directly right here from the UK. London precisely. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. How are we looking forward for your new album? Before the album, yes. are we expecting any new single that you're talking about that will be dropping anytime soon? Yeah, so so next next month there'll be a new single, definitely, hundred percent. You heard that right here. Thank you for joining me directly right now. I wanna thank, you, thank all you the listeners. A few questions that came in that I really want to take from a fan. It says that would you be willing to work with any other artists? It could be in Africa, Canada. Would you be willing to do so if they are yeah. good? Yes. Yeah. I'm always open to collaborations. You know, if they make sense, if it's if if I like the artist and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always open to working with other artists. The best thing you could do is collaborate all over the world. So, yeah, yeah. spread your wings. And let's fly right here. Motives. <laughs> by Silla Ray and I'll be right back thank you for joining me today Silla Ray thank you thank you for having me have a great afternoon what time it is right now in London basically uh, it's 5pm somewhere it's 420 somewhere uh, time to light up the blonde maybe someone <laughs> is gonna like <laughs> I think it's like half five half something 
if it's yeah, I can't see probably because my phone yeah. is yeah. <laughs> All right. But it's in the afternoon, yeah. Please stay safe. Take care of your family, your kid, your son. Please take care of yourself oh, as well. You, you too. I'll be talking to you shortly some other time. Bye for now. Yeah. Right here. So you heard from Celia Ray right there. Her brand new single, Motives. She'll be dropping another single next month, which we hope for. You know a lot about these artists. They don't really keep to their words. And I'll be honest with you. They don't keep to that. They change their mind. The only time they don't change their mind is when they are sleeping. But well, hopefully, Silver right there, her brand new single right here, Motives, and I will be right back. Stay right there. Who you are, but I still take the risk to see just who you are. 